buried deep within the automotive industry is kind of a dirty little secret that could upend the future of gasoline vehicles. Here's an example. Look at this wiring harness for a vehicle. This wiring harness is for a 2012 to 2014 Toyota Camry. It's the assembly of wires which connects all the different parts of the vehicle. It's not a very big part. You know, this is probably maybe five, four or five feet from end to end in this little bundled up grouping. And that part costs $2,072. Seems like a lot of money. You would think that the whole front end in, in fenders would cost that much. And this is a small part. It's not an engine, it's not a transmission. It's a wiring harness. And this is just for the engine room. This isn't for the whole vehicle. It's not the wiring harness that connects to the taillights or the interior lights. This is just inside the engine compartment under the hood wiring harness. $2,072. So if your engine overheats and burns the wiring harness or there's some catastrophic damage that breaks the wiring harness, you're going to be in for $2,000 just for that part. Well, if you take a look, What's the book value of 2014 Toyota Camry? Well, somewhere between 11 and 13,000. So this could represent almost 20% of the value of the vehicle with just one wiring harness. That's a big deal. Some states require that if a vehicle has more than 40 or 45% damage, it has to be totaled. So this wiring harness, you're halfway there to being totaled, being a salvage vehicle. And anything that damage the wiring harness is probably going to damage some other stuff. The wiring harness probably is not going to be the only thing that breaks. So if you have a high heat event under the hood of your car, melts the wiring harness, maybe cooks the computer chip, which might cost the same amount, now your car's totaled. The other thing is vehicle manufacturers are not producing these parts. They're not producing a whole new supply of these internal engine parts. And the reason why is because they're not banking on a future of these gasoline vehicles. How serious of a problem is it? Serious enough where Reuters, one of the largest financial publications, is saying that cheap components could help kill off combustion cars. And they give the example of wiring harnesses, a cheap component that bundles cables together. Because supplies of these parts, first of all, they're blaming the war, which could be part of that. But even these low-tech and low-margin parts made from wire, cars can't be built without them. Supply crunch could accelerate the plans of some legacy auto firms to switch to a new generation of lighter, machine-made harnesses designed for electric vehicles. So there you go. Is this part of the plan to remove gasoline vehicles from the marketplace and replace them with electric vehicles? There was a story that is infamous, and it happened about... 20 some odd years ago, maybe 30 years ago now. There was an airport outside of Chicago called Miggs Field. It was a private airport. It wasn't a large international airport that had domestic flights and international flights from airlines. It was used for private aviation, general aviation, small Cessnas, Learjets, people flying for their own purposes. And for many years, the city of Chicago wanted to get rid of Miggs Field because they wanted to develop it as a park and also some commercial development and residential development. But there was pushback from the general aviation community, from the airport itself, and some other parties that wanted to keep that airport running. So one night in the middle of the night, the mayor of Chicago ordered the city facilities department to bring over a bunch of bulldozer and dig up the runway gouge big huge slashes in the, in the runway, knowing full well that once you did that, you couldn't rebuild it. 
it would take tens of millions of dollars to rebuild the runway and it could never be done and that was the end of the airport. It's called the Makesfield Controversy. And whether or not it's the same philosophy behind these auto part creation of markets, it's unknown. But a wiring harness for 2000 seems like a lot of money. Whether it's intentional, accidental, it's still having the same effect. The effect is it's very difficult to repair older vehicles. And at some point, it might be impossible to repair older vehicles because key component parts may not be available. Look, if you have a 1965 Mustang, you can fix it yourself. There is no complicated wiring harness. There is no complex computer chips. The parts are all there for you to see when you open the hood. You can rebuild the engine yourself if you have mechanical abilities. Even a pretty well-trained backyard mechanic can't fix a lot of things on vehicles that are 2000 and newer, even mid-90s and newer. Too many computer parts, too many chips, too many complex engineering parts. You can't just fix it with a wrench. You have to get specialized parts, but also specialized knowledge on how to fix it. And sometimes you need specialized tools, even to take apart these engines. The repair shops, the service departments of dealerships have invested hundreds of thousands in specialized parts provided by the manufacturer in order to do some simple things like taking off pulleys or removing custom parts from an engine, which you wouldn't have as a mechanic. So if these tools are not going to be available anymore or replaced or the parts won't be available, repair of these vehicles, which are not that old, you know, 2014 Camry, seven years old, maybe eight years old, not a very old car. 2000 for a wiring harness, a lot of people will just throw away the car. You know, that average price of eleven to 13000 kind of implies medium mileage. But if you have one with 200,000 miles, it's maybe beat up, it's not in good shape, it's maybe only worth five or 6000 are you going to put 2000 into a wiring harness or are you going to just chuck the car? Probably chuck the car. So these are some of the factors behind the scenes, not very frequently talked about, that could be putting pressure on the resale market, on the retention market of older vehicles. It's not unprecedented. It wouldn't be the first time. Back in the 2000s, they had the famous cash for clunkers program where the government was paying thousands of dollars, four or $5,000 for any car you could drag in. Car could be worth nothing. They would give you four or 5000 for it because they wanted to get older cars off the road. At the time, the reason was to generate sales for newer vehicles, gasoline vehicles. Now, cash for clunkers program probably would cost too much money so maybe there's another way of doing it, maybe making it difficult to repair or retain these older vehicles. Whether it's intentional or not, it's having the same effect. Older vehicles are coming off the road at a very fast pace, being replaced with hybrids or even electric vehicles. Tell us your thoughts in the comments below. What do you think about this? Is this what's happening? Have you seen it in your market? Have you tried to repair a vehicle and found that the parts are unreasonably expensive to get that car back on the road?